Whoa! An audience. New logo. Yeah, <laughs> new logo. Who this? Oh my god. Except not really. Except not really. New logo. Oh man. Does not. Does not uh, <laughs> translate to the audio only. But welcome, welcome back, everybody, to episode two of the Scorched Earth podcast. If anyone's wondering, by the way, where, zero. Epi- where episode one is, uh, episode one was more like a trial run. So if anyone wants to see that, <laughs> let us know. We're kind of figuring stuff out. It is on Spotify. It is on Apple. So. The video version there. on on YouTube oh, the is video uh, currently offline, but if anyone wants to see that, do let us know in the comments. We just talked about we talked a lot about the Grammys, which was like that was a weird thing. We talked about Taylor Swift a lot, and I felt like it wasn't <laughs> our it wasn't our audience that wanted to hear about Taylor Swift. Joey didn't want to talk about Taylor Swift. I, I, I feel like no one would really care about that. That's that, <laughs> to, to say in the, the safest term, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Like like we say, we're uh, we're still figuring this thing out. Uh, so we're just gonna keep rolling with it. We're gonna keep having fun with it, and obviously, uh, we're gonna try to get some sort of structure here. But it's obviously just gonna be us talking. Uh, we were supposed to get a huge snowstorm today. Did not happen. At least not for me. Whoa! You didn't get any snow. No. Well, Dude. we got snow. We got snow, but it was like three inches of snow. They told I... us. I went Bro. to bed yesterday, and they were like. They were like, we're gonna get twelve plus inches of snow, a foot plus. Yeah. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning, and it was it was like three inches. You know who got twelve inches? This guy. Really? And that sounded super gay when I just said that. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I got twelve inches of snow. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of snow over here in, in uh, Connecticut. If y'all are here in New England, Connecticut. Uh, yeah. the North End. Yeah, we got fucking slammed. I shoveled three times today. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really get anything. Well, I, I I shouldn't say we didn't get anything. We got we did get some snow, but I went outside to like clean cars off and it was like <clears throat> nothing. Like it, it came off my car like it was light. It was light. Light yeah. snow. So it, it was very light. It wasn't uh it wasn't what I was expecting. Um but uh before we dive into just kind of like the articles we wanna we wanted to go over with you guys and kind of give our thoughts. Um, did just want to give you guys a quick update that we are we are still working on music. Uh, that you guys have been along uh, the ride with us for the first five tracks of um, what we're calling uh, "Tales of Scorched Earth." <laughs> we're very original, as you can yes. tell. Uh, but um, we we started this uh, recording journey uh, about two a year and a half ago now, and. Uh, um, we're we're still working through it, so we do have we do have new music that's probably going to come out within a month. Um, we've had a pretty good recording session on Saturday, so um, it's been fun. It's been just like a fun, cool recording time. It's writing. We're writing differently than we have before. I'm very excited for the uh, for this next track that we're going to be dropping. It's it's a lot of energy and it's everything that you kind of would want to hear on like let's say Octane. Mm-hmm. We're we're going for the uh, the octane type of sound. There's a lot of tropes with that. We're not. I mean, it's not like a cliche type of thing, but mm-hmm. it's it sounds very heavy, very energetic, and yeah, I'm I'm very excited to um to continue working on it because we have a we recorded like half the song. I think yeah. half of it's done, and we're looking to release for like either early March or late March. But don't 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 quote me on that. But we're uh, we are looking to drop very soon. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's so funny. Like you talk about the progression of recording, um, even even us as um, <clears throat> you know doing it ourselves. It's so easy to do it now because everything is just you can pass files so much easier now. You can. You can record oh, yeah. stuff and pass it so easily. So it's just, I, I, if you're out there and you're listening to this, don't be afraid to start your own project because it's super easy to do it. It's not like it was before. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like, you know, you have to go into a recording studio. You have to pay somebody money. You have to, you know, I think you can do it with a basic understanding of production. I think that's one of the better things about technology. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the ease of making music and just, Yo, do you have an idea? Just lay <laughs> it out there, man. And right. uh, exactly. it just it formulates. Like we spent, I don't know, probably like six hours, six or seven hours on on Saturday working on this new song. And 
like we were just getting so freaking hyped up i'm like okay let's change these chords to something mm-hmm. else or let's change this vocal flow to something else and we just you know it took like two seconds to change a vocal right. a certain vocal chain over to <clears throat> make it sound like you know more full and it's right it, it's so cool that um we're at that point where <laughs> it's just so easy to uh to make music so convenient yeah and i think that's the word for it convenient and obviously um obviously it's been fun um and you guys have you guys have enjoyed it so we thank you for that yeah, we thank, thank you guys yeah, thank to you. who have who have checked out the videos and if you've checked out on apple music and checked out on spotify we thank you for that as well so be sure to keep doing that because we're <clears> going to keep sending you guys some awesome stuff so we really appreciate that so that's just a quick update of where we're at with our music um and that you guys should be expecting something soon so be on the lookout for that now um joe i don't know if you want to briefly talk about i know you're not a sports guy but i know i don't know if you want to talk about the super bowl we don't have to it. necessarily yeah. talk about it but i know we, we both watched it um you know that halftime show is what it is man i don't I'm know sure, if we man. have to really dive into it but uh it's just it's it speaks for itself it's not there to be some big music production it's yeah. there for entertainment and i think um i think if you just kind of change your mindset to think that uh it's not a performance it's more of just like a entertainment thing i think we're all gonna feel a little better about it <laughs> it's all for the celebrities <laughs> that watch the football games that are like oh that's my that's my friend who also makes a lot of money right and if you guys haven't listened to the first episode we actually gave our thoughts on who we thought should be playing super bowl halftime shows and joe's joe's answers of creed and nickelback were <clears throat> I throw some two of the best answers there. of I, yeah. I love it Absolutely love it. Creed, Creed should play the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, they had their they had that commercial. Oh, well, let, can we talk that commercial? That yeah, one commercial. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the Paramount commercial with Creed, Paramount in it, Plus. check it out. Paramount yeah. Plus. It's hysterical. Uh, it came, full, out, it came out two weeks early. Yeah, I would I would suggest watching the full version on uh, on YouTube. It's like two or three minutes. Yeah, I think Something it's like, like a three minute long commercial, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. awesome. It's it's it it's aw- probably the the best commercial of the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, there were it wasn't really there wasn't really a high standard of like good commercials this year too. It was pretty right. pretty low bar, but that that commercial just for having you know having Creed in there, I think that was probably probably. So if you guys ha- if you if you guys haven't checked it out, you gotta check it out. Um. So, anyways, let's dive into the good stuff. So, um, there's there's. A couple articles that came out within the last week that I think are pretty interesting um, that I definitely want to give our thoughts on. And um, I'm going to start with with the the Pearl Jam announcement. So if you guys know when you're looking at this at a, uh, you know, for face value, it's like, okay, yeah. So what Pearl Jam's going on tour? Big deal. They go on tour every summer. Right. What I think is interesting about this is why this tour is first of all, it's global. Pretty cool. Second of all, they have a new album coming out. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Brady, I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, I'm not a big Pearl Jam guy. I haven't followed what they've done. And I'm I'm the guy who knows the songs on the classic right. rock stations. So if you were to play Even Flow, like that's right. or you know, just anything like that, I would probably say, Yeah, it's Pearl Jam. Okay, cool. Right. So Or Jeremy. And they sang, they sang Jeremy too, right? Yes, yes, yes. I love, I uh, that's actually, honestly, that's probably the better of the two. But Jeremy yeah. spoke <laughs> yesterday. Yes, yesterday and today and tomorrow. But anyways, um, to the to the eye, it's like, okay, so what? They're touring, big deal. It's a global tour, but they also have a new album coming out. Okay, great. So what? Pearl Jam's coming out with a new album. Here's what's really interesting about this oh. new album. And I don't know, uh, did you read this? Because... It's a heavier album that's supposed to pay tribute to um, Ozzy, looks like Rolling Stones, Iggy Pop. And then I also saw a snippet that said um, that they're going to be paying tribute to King Diamond, too. Oh, that's, pre- <laughs> that's pretty cool. Which is awesome. So King Diamond is, is, is awesome. Yeah, I like King So the Diamond. new album's called Dark, Dark Matter, um, and it looks like it's coming out in Damn. April. Um and they did release a single. I don't know why we... It might be worth checking out. But um, the thing is, Pearl Jam has evolved into more of a 
a touring band. You know, they're kind of like um, they've kind of turned into. I don't want to say Dave Matthews, but I think that's that might be where they are. Kind of like a Dave Matthews, kind of like a uh, like a um, Bruce Springsteen, like you know, th- bands that only just tour. And I I grew up listening to Pearl Jam. I have nothing against them, but usually bands go they fall into this little this little like area of live music where we're just going to tour. We're just going to tour. We're just going to play our cities. Obviously, Eddie Vedder's like a huge baseball fan. I don't know if you knew that, but that's like a joke that he's like a huge baseball fan. So he goes, <laughs> so he goes to all the uh, all the big uh, baseball uh, arenas and stadiums. So, um, but to have them release a new album, I think is pretty cool. Um, I'm just looking at like the logo, and the, it, it looks like it's gonna be heavy, dude. Dark Matter, like the album's called Dark Matter, like that's sick. That's gonna be heavy. The thing is, though, the definition of heavy, though we've we've checked out so many heavy bands, Brady, and I mean for Pearl Jam, what is Pearl Jam's definition of heavy? You know um, what I mean? It's like it's it's probably okay. So <clears throat> it's probably heavy for Pearl Jam because Pearl Jam is the Hey Yeah Brother type band. But I think I mean yeah, they might just be heavier than what they've been doing. It's not like I don't know if they can consider it as heavy. You know what I right. mean? It's it's no. Just, if you're it's, it's, if it's, you're it's telling like, me, it's like one of those claims, like, bro, this is gonna be the heaviest album we've ever released, and you're like this big fucking band, and usually it's just all like studio stuff. Like they just tell you, oh yeah, throw this breakdown in, yeah, do this, do that. It's not really anything different. It's more of just kind of those those same tropes. Like it's just hyping your own shit. Like if you say your your album's gonna be heavy, usually mm-hmm. it's not. It's it's just been kind of a <laughs> kind of a common trope of like when bands kind of put that out there on right. social media or just talk about it, it usually right. ends up being very underwhelming. Which for to me, I guess that's that's what I would think of this Pearl Jam album. If they're hyping it up as something like that, kind of kind of brings me out of it already. So my thought is, I don't think it's gonna be like we're gonna write a super heavy album like expecting like Lorna Shore or you know we just yeah, we just I, listened I, I to the new Darko I don't expect song. that like, from I don't, them at all either that, that would be wild <laughs> that, would that, be would, that would be that would break the internet wild I think it would like I don't, I'm not expecting Eddie Vedder to go up and start like guttural screaming and just <laughs> and just uh some just crazy have, have ass as a guest vocalist. <laughs> right exactly but um, to write us to write an album that's heavier than what you're used to, and and maybe coming out of their comfort zone a little bit. I mean, they grew, they they got big, and obviously, you know, the the grunge era with Alice in Chains and Smashing yeah. Pumpkins and Stained, and um, you know, all those bands, and then they kind of disappeared. Not that they really disappeared, but they were kind of just like flew under the radar. Released some albums here and there, but this one I thought it's interesting because it's like it's being titled as like it's a heavy album we're gonna play we're gonna pay uh contribute to uh to uh king diamond it's just like wow that's a name you you haven't heard in a while king diamond like that's that's pretty cool he's pretty metal he's pretty metal paying the tribute to king diamond and ozzy i guess is 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 very cool i'm just not really on board with the marketing like this is gonna be like this is gonna be our heavier stuff like that's just I don't know. Like it's heavier than you would expect. That's kind of what they're throwing out in this quote I'm reading right here, and it's just I don't know. Is it you, the you, same? Is it the same quote that I'm reading? It probably there's is. A, there's a melody and energy of the first couple records. Uh, Andrew pushed us hard to hard and melodic and thoughtful as we've done in a long time. I feel like Matt Cameron's drumming has elements of what he did on Soundgarden. So they also have the Soundgarden drummer on the album, which is pretty cool as well. I see. Just learning that. Bro, I'm, so I'm cool. I am not in that universe, man. I, I don't know what Soundgarden's been up to, what Pearl Jam's been up to, what uh, any of those guys been up to. I don't even know the last album Pearl Jam has released. If if it's good, we'll check it out, obviously. But so it yeah. looks like they looks like they put something out right, uh, right before COVID. It looks like right before COVID hit, they they put out um, Gigantron. I guess the album was called. I don't know. Again didn't listen to it didn't even know they were still doing it but this is you know this is something i think this is worth checking out in april this is probably something i'm going to listen to now is it going to be album of the year i don't know is it going to be something (laughs) that we check out on the channel maybe but 
you know, I, I'm not I'm not sitting here going, this is the you know, album of the year, sleep token, Lorna Shore, uh, Pit for a King. You know, heavy, heavy stuff. I mean, at but, this point, these you know. guys are making music to make music. They're not making music to, to capitalize on. I don't even know if you can call them metal. They're not really. I mean, they're rock. No, they're like alternative rock. Yeah. That's how. That's how I would describe them: alternative rock. And I have no problem with tell with saying they're alternative rock. Yeah. Again, they. You know, what's also really funny about Pearl Jam is they're the type of band that you would buy tickets to and you're like, I can't wait to go see Pearl Jam. And then they'll go play like the deepest cuts you've ever heard. And they won't even play like their best songs. And then you'll just walk out and go, what the hell did I just listen to? <laughs> Bro, as long as I get Jeremy spoke yesterday, I'm I'm good, man. I can leave happy. I can have I can be, you know, 15 beers deep, sing that song, get my money's worth and leave. And I could be good. Right. I'd be good. Right. I don't care what else they play as long as they play that one. They could skip even flow even. I don't really care about that one either. But right, yeah. exactly. Well, anyways, that's Pearl Jam. That's a so uh, congrats to them on the new album. Um, if it's worth checking out, we'll obviously put it on our channel. But all their tour dates are on that page. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, they're on the article. Um, if you aren't watching us on YouTube and you're listening, you can go to loudwire.com and just check out that. Um, you can just check out the tour list. I'm sure it's on there. It looks like they got a couple dates uh, in September where they're going to Philly, New York, Baltimore, Boston, and Chicago. So remember when I said that they love baseball stadiums? It's right. literally <laughs> the only base. That's yeah. literally the only pl the places in the U.S. they're playing. So this is very much a global tour with the biggest baseball stadiums sprinkled in there. So um, I don't know. That's that's Eddie Vedder written all over it. So if you guys are in the area. Go go check it out. Obviously, if you're big Pearl Jam fans, you'll be already buying tickets. I don't even know how much tickets are, but that's if that's right up your alley. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I don't know off the top of my head, but um, for Pearl Jam, I feel like they'd be at least starting price like two hundred bucks. Usually, Fenway charges a pretty penny. So oh, I'm and Fenway too. Assume. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna just charge going a lot. To assume. So awesome. So good luck to Pearl Jam. Uh, like I said, we'll maybe we'll check it out if it's worth checking out. But other than that, go check them out in your nearest East Coast baseball stadium. But uh, this next article that is pretty interesting as well. Um, so Courtney LaPlante of Spirit Box came out and said that they're not going to be playing Rotoscope anymore in their live set. Um, mm. that's, that's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um rotoscope has kind of been a staple in their recent sets it's kind of a right. dancey type of song people get right. up and they get moving they uh they, they opened up when they were playing with ghost or i think it was one of their opening songs it uh, was the title track rotoscope and right yeah i think it was it was more accessible to people who have not heard spirit box before so interesting choice maybe they're just um they're gearing up to write other songs in place of it that could right even replace that maybe even anything off the um the new ep as well right what i find really interesting is i'm, I'm looking at this album i'm looking at this uh this article right now and it's this was their most played one of their most what does it say one of their most one of their most played songs live of 2024 yeah. now are they only seriously counting just like one month of touring here no, I think because I feel like I feel like they've been touring for about two years, since it came out, twenty twenty two, and it's been a staple of the set list, like you said. So I don't know. That's written. That's written really strange. I think they're just counting it in general of the shows they played. I think they like just all okay. the shows they. I don't know if it's one collective year. I think it's just every show that they've gotcha. They've played. Okay. It's the most. It's one of the most played ones next to Holy Roller, Circle with Me. Hurt You and Yellow Jacket. Those are all great songs. And I think if uh, if they were going to replace Rotoscope in the set, they should probably play. Oh, God. Um, yeah, like I said, something off the new EP. Um, God, I, I'm i forgetting what what the song. It's been so long since I've listened to the EP. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's been a long time. But, while you um, look that, while you look it up, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that I think um, it looks like they're not retiring it forever, which is good to know. But I guess they're playing a lot of opening and festival slots, so that definitely limits their set list time. So if they're cutting it for time, that makes sense. But wouldn't you think that they would put something else in there? Ultraviolet. Um, I think that would be the song that they put in. 
Right. Ultraviolet. They uh, it's like the EDM type of song that they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean that the album was so good. It feels like I can't believe it was two months EP. ago already that it, it, or the EP. I'm sorry. Um. I can't believe it's two two months since that's came out i just remember us doing the four stack that we reacted to all four brand new tracks and it was just like dude how is how is that two months ago already it's it's been about three months actually it came out in november oh my god it's february my friend (laughs) yeah three months ago wow yeah so it's it's been it's been a quarter year it's it's got the time yeah but uh that's yeah but you know what you know what's funny i think about this all the time if you're a band like how do you decide i mean i guess when you're i guess when you're forced to kind of make decisions like this like if you're playing festivals if you're playing um like opening spots you only have a limited amount of set list time but if you have a handful of hits like say uh, you know spirit box for example it looks like that they play that you know the the ones that they keep in the set list constantly holy roller circle with me hurt you yellow jacket all staples of good spirit box songs that you expect to hear when you go see them live. But if you're a bigger band, right? If you're say, I don't know, say you're Metallica, say you're Slipknot, say you're, um, I don't know, any other big band out there, Pearl Jam. <laughs> how do you how do you choose your songs that you're just like these have to be staples? And then does that not everybody's going to be happy? You can't make everybody happy. You're going to take out some song that people just don't like. You know what I mean? It's just as simple as rotating them for every uh, every show. Like you can have it in your back pocket for any shows you don't play them on, but they just uh, essentially they would just rotate them. Um, right. And when it comes to when it comes to rotoscope, it, it actually looks like that Courtney is not looking to retire the song forever. Uh, right? Yeah. They, they just they just get all these support slots, which is great for them. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're one of the biggest bands in the modern metal scene, so. It's yeah. kind of it, it's still cool to see them get support slots even at this point because they're making probably a lot of money at this point where they are the don't status they're think, at. Don't you think they're at the point where they should be getting their own shows though? I mean, like they where are. people should be opening. I know, but I I feel like they play a lot of festivals, a lot of festivals, and a lot of openers. Like they're always it's always like it's always like you know ghost with mastodon and spirit box or it's x band with spirit box like i feel like it's never like these bands and then spirit box if that makes sense you know what i mean yeah it's always like they're they're always right under somebody right and i feel like they've especially with the new ep i feel like they've kind of proven themselves where they would be kind of projecting past that level of you know we're not the we're not just the opener we're not the the um, you know the co-opener or we're not just a festival band like i want to be i want to go to a spirit box tour instead of just like oh spirit box is coming on tour with us you know what i mean yeah that right makes sense yeah i don't know i just feel like i just feel like they're at that level where they should just be like push past that i don't i don't know they, they, I, I don't take, they, uh, they can do it whenever they want to do it they can sell out shows like it's no problem for them it's they they just want to I, I think they honestly they just want the support slots because hey we don't have to be the headline and be responsible for like all this other shit that goes into a headlining show and just have fun with our friends or make friends with other bands and kind of connect with people it's not the stress is taken off a little bit it, and it's also it gives them a good a good um you get you get a different type of audience in every one of right. those spots. So it, I think that's probably the main reason. I think it's more of a uh, a band decision to do it for them. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was watching. Um, I I stumbled upon this channel. Um, that the I Prevail drummer does. He does like a POV of like. Do Do you know who I'm? Do you know what channel I'm talking about? The uh, the drummer. Uh, I forget his name. Yeah, do you know his uh his channel though? I I've seen his videos. He does drum uh I guess drum lessons. Or- yeah, so he does so he has his own website. Um and I would totally plug it if I knew off the top of my head, but um I was watching some of his videos and it, it's really interesting that they give some insight to um 
just what what a festival band is like and what life playing on a at a festival is um and i was watching and i was just like super intrigued because dude there it can sometimes be complete madness they don't get a sound check they don't get like they don't even get to see how their stuff is set up before they walk to the stage um they're obviously on a tight schedule because there's a million bands playing at the same time um they were playing out in Australia. This particular video that I saw, and it was just it. Was, it I could feel like I was stressed out watching it because I'm just like I'm, I'm like putting myself in my shoes and just being like, all right, the amount of times that we've played live shows, and it's just like you know, you get a very minor sound check, and it's like, holy shit, are we gonna sound bad? Are we gonna not sound great? Is this gonna sound bad? Are you talking and, like, about? Are you talking about like a warp tour type of setup where you only have like five minutes to kind of just do your thing and then hey guys here you go like, yeah I don't I don't I'm just talking about like these big festivals you know because that's kind of the same have... it's kind of the same idea you have a certain amount of time to just check your stuff your drum tech right. does your stuff guitar tech does their stuff you got a vocal tech that does his stuff and then dude it's just it's it's showtime yeah, yeah. I mean you have to really trust your techs. You you have to have it's a serious job, man. Tech. Yeah, it's a yeah. serious job. It, you have um, to have an unbelievable guitar tech, unbelievable drum tech, um, and it looks like he does have an unbelievable. On a side so note, that's, that's um that's Gabe Helguera, yeah. and he runs Drumbeat Online. Drumbeat Online, yep. Drum so beats, cool. beats, so, uh, plural. Oh, beats, Sorry. multiple, multiple beats. The beats keep There's going. Multiple, mm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he so he he does his own website. I guess he he teaches drum lessons, which is really cool. So shout out to him. I don't know what the pay structure was like, but you know, just talking about the festivals, I was watching one of their festival videos, and it's funny, dude. I thought I thought of you, I thought of you of of you like just being a drummer and just like how serious you take uh, like sound checks and making sure it's all intense, your stuff man, sounds yeah. sounds tense. And I'm like, I'm just I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my god, like. I can't I can't see Joey. I'll tell you something though. When I'm in like sound check mode or live show mode, do not do not upset me. Right. I'm I'm zoned in. I'm just ready to like I need everything to work and everything right. to be you know, when we played live shows like way back, I was just Yeah. Don't please nobody piss me off. Like it's I'm not trying to sound like a like a jerk about it. I just like I'm more so focused that I don't want anything to go wrong and I just want everything to, to just work. And right. You know, there's always something and it it's just like I, I'm always I I always want to have everything just already good to go and you know, like I, I spend time making sure everything's checked, my right. symbols are tightened, my right. Uh, my toms are tuned and uh, you know like things like that and microphone levels are good mostly we trust the sound guys which in in, in past if you if you know if you've ever played a live local bar show or any, <laughs> anything like that uh, most of the sound guys there they just basically set you up and then they just drink all night and they don't give a fuck we had a we had a few good ones though we had a few good ones that were legit like a lot of bad ones yeah. though a lot of bad ones, a few bad good ones, a yeah. lot of lot of bad ones. But you only yeah. remember the bad ones. You don't remember the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> guys yeah. were actually like you know pretty solid. They, I I do remember some of the good ones, but the bad ones are more memorable because they uh they basically yeah they they did not give a shit. Nothing better when a sound guy tells you that you're just you're just too loud. We we're not gonna mic you up because you're just too loud. And it's like, what? That's your job, dude. Do your do your job. Do your I'm, job. I'm Bill sorry, Belichick. bro. I hit my I hit my kit really hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I was just I was just saying this is a very long roundabout way of saying that you know festivals are so stressful and um, it seems like Spirit Box just kind of gets their you know they're they're veterans they're veterans of festivals so good for them. I th They've only been good. playing live for like I don't know four years probably. Oh, I know. That's just kind of, that, that's new, crazy. They've only been playing out like four years. They have a new lineup and they have all this new stuff now. Yeah. Um, cool. With, uh, you know, with the new bass player and everything. So I don't know. Good for them. Go check them out. 
Sorry that if Rotoscope's one of your favorites, doesn't sound like they're going to be play, playing it anymore. Dude, but you know but, what she uh, does, though? She tells everybody to shake their little asses when they play that song. So I'm going to miss her saying that because it just it worked for her, you know? You go, All right, everybody her. get up and shake your ass. You know where it she comes got from? That from? Probably some pop star. No. Where'd she get that from? You were close. You, I thought you were going to say it, and I was going to be like, oh, shit, he got it. Definitely got that from Beyonce? definitely got that from Pop. No, no. definitely She's got a big. Be- she is a big Beyonce. Papa Emeritus. <laughs> oh, does he say that? Uh, he doesn't say that exactly, but he says uh, he he wants people to uh, to uh, what does he say? Uh, wobble, I believe, is the yeah. proper term that he says. It's not the same thing, Brady. He wants he wants you to feel it in your taints. He wants you to shake your taints. Some taint feels. I don't know if that's the same, but that's what he wants to do. So I'm sure when they were on tour, he was, Courtney was like, yo, you know what? Like, that's, you know, that's kind of funny. I think I'm going to pick that up. That maybe, sounds, she, maybe she that picked it like up. Yeah, maybe she picked it up. That sounds like something that I would like to say. But anyways, go check out Spirit Box at your nearest festival. Um, and just let us know what, the, what, let us know what you think. Let us know what the set list is like. Maybe they, maybe they rotate a, so- a song through that, um, through rotoscope slot, so maybe it's a couple different ones from the EP. Maybe it's some older ones. Maybe I'm predicting it's... Ultraviolet or uh, the Void. What about uh, what was the other one? Too close to too far? Or uh, man, I forget. It's like the too close song. I think they could do that one too. Yeah, <laughs> the too close song. It, that's, it, it's, there's a <laughs> lot of words in there. <laughs> it's a it's a long title. You know that's coming from us. We have one song. You know we title our songs names. with one word. So once you get past two or three, we start losing it. When we released Tales we... from the Scorched Earth, I think that was like a, a historical moment for us. Like Don't we... worry. We we will abbreviate it. So, so it's one word. Everything will be abbreviated. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be abbreviated for, yeah. for, all, the people, for all the people out there that have said that. Oh, We're one oh, word dream... bros, dude. <laughs> one dream word zero. Dude, Could you Brady, do you, do, no, do you remember when bands were like making songs with like the stupidest like phrases like um like no. I don't think it's safe to swim tonight. That would be like a song name. Or <laughs> uh what the fuck you know what I'm talking about? You mean like you mean like the pop punk era? Like like um I mean like oh my god, like Fallout Boy, like Grand Theft Autumn. No, not that, that you know no, and, no, no, and no. I'm not I mean like it's like the stupidest titles I've ever heard, like I hope that when you drive your car, you crash into a tree. That's like a song title. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's like pop punk bands that do it, right? Yeah, it's like the obnoxiously long titles. I'm I'm just glad we haven't we haven't uh d- delved into that ever because that was that was cringe. That was very cringe. I think I think what we should do is I think we should write a song that um is really just like super badass. I'm just. <laughs> like a super long name and just like like tell a tell a whole paragraph of just like this what's the song title uh it's you this gave whole paragraph. me a non-holographic charizard pokemon card <laughs> that could be the song title you traded me a non-holographic charizard pokemon card why why can't i go to mcdonald's and order a mcdouble for a dollar and 25 cents that's the song title <laughs> You th- that would be so funny. It's just like it, it, it's been. It done, has yeah. nothing, and it's just like nothing to do with the song title. It's just, it's just like it's an just, awesome it's song. A good it could song be like too. super deep. It's just a good could song. Could be super, super deep meaning. Like just, <laughs> oh, what'd you guys write the song? Oh, we wrote it about like you know struggling with this, that, and the other thing. Oh, what's the song called? I can't get a McChicken anymore for under two dollars. <laughs> My dream zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. Yeah. Uh, we gotta bring that back. We gotta bring that back. They were doing it back in the day. I don't know if they'll I don't, I I think I think they realized how cringe it was though. I mean it's if if you were like that type of like parody band, like yeah, you could do that all you want. Like Psycho Stick. You ever you ever listen to Psycho Stick? Oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it's Psycho Stick, they number have, one radio hit number one hit radio single or whatever no, that song is. They was have some obnoxious titles that are like so funny. Like um do you want a taco? I think there's one of them too. <laughs> I can only count to four. I can only count to four. Yeah, they got a, they got good ones. They're they're like 
you know, they it fit if they fit because they're a comedy type band. They're still going, right. too, which is like really cool. They have a Twitch stream as well. Um, I do they? They do, yeah, and they perform live. Oh. Yeah, they're still. Oh, going. that's awesome. That's that's. I haven't. I have not heard. There was one other song that they did too. Beer. Beer's beer good. was their big one. Beer was the one where if you were on Newgrounds back in yes! like 2004. Yes. Yes. You would know that song. That's exact. So it's so funny. I didn't even know who Psycho Stick was, but I remember watching that stupid Newgrounds video. Uh, and just like when I was like in middle school, and I was like, this is so funny. Like, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there they are. Psycho Stick. Amazing band. Amazingly fun band. Um, I don't know if we can play their song. I don't know what their wow. copyright situation is, but I don't want to. I don't want to get nailed for that. But yeah, oh man, we gotta. We I think I think you should definitely bring back funny ass song titles that just don't mean anything. And then just write the absolute so, slapper of the decade. Just write bangers exactly. Yeah. Just write it out <laughs> and then title it some rain. I stepped in dog poop today on my way to work. <laughs> it's always though when they were doing it, it was always like they were wishing harm on somebody. They're like their girlfriend, their ex-girlfriend. Yeah. They would. It was talking, more like pop about, punk emo stuff, but yeah, you're talking about like My Chemical Romance, like that that era of emo rock. That's 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 typically the bands that were doing it. Like I, I hope remember that like, when you eat your steak tonight, you choke. <laughs> I'm having tacos tonight. Well, taco careful. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's ground turkey, so I'm in steak. So, um. I just want to say that, that that I don't know how we got on that topic, but that was just that was that was awesome. We needed that needed to be said a hundred percent. Yeah. But you want to talk about goofy goofy people and goofy uh, uh, duos that I I never thought would be fighting against each other. Kanye West is feuding with Ozzy Osbourne for posting some sort of Halloween par- photo. Um, I don't know why this is just coming out now, but is it because that his wife, it, Kanye's wife, dressed up as Sharon Osbourne? Is that why? Now, I, I don't know is. the full story on this either, but to my understanding, I think they both dressed up as, I think Ozzy, did Ozzy dress up as Kanye? And then his wife dressed up as, or Ozzy's oh. wife dressed up as Kanye's wife? Oh, that's what it was. So he dressed, he dressed up as Kanye West. Oh my God, I didn't even well, no, realize I think, that. I think the main issue is they're not mad about that. I just think the main issue is that um, Kanye, you, uh, he asked for permission. It was not granted. Yeah. Uh, using yeah. a, I, th- I think a cl- uh, live clip in one of his tracks yeah. from uh, 1983 of War Pigs, and. Right. Uh, Ozzy did not allow it, but he used it anyway. And right. that's a no. That's a no no, dude. If you like you use somebody's music and they say no and right. uh you go against the grain, I mean So he could technically get sued for that, right? Um, I would imagine so, but I mean I, who knows? Kanye he's he's got a lot of money, so and he's right. I mean, he's done some fucked up shit, but who knows? Big time, dude. Big time. So um I'm just I'm reading through the article. It looks like it is more of what you said, where it's the um, the copyright, um, the copyright infringement of just using a song without permission. But for whatever reason, this article includes the picture of Kanye West or Kanye West like screenshotting something from <laughs> Ozzy's picture. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Wait, so that's so, Ozzy. Just whoa. So Kanye's wife was naked and was holding a purple pillow to her chest like what's that deal i think i I don't know what the significance is behind it but i think she's kind of i think she's kind of out there like she's a i think she's a supermodel or something but she's kind of out there she's not like she's not like all there like not like he is either but um i think this is a take on one of their public appearances where kanye was just dressed up as like the freaking winter soldier it's just like all black and then um yeah obviously sharon dressed up as his wife but i i guess kanye probably didn't like that too much it, it looks like but um i don't know why this article is focusing on the picture it definitely seems like it's more of the the copyright it's no it's because kanye west responded to ozzy with the picture oh 
So uh, also, Ozzy called Ozzie, him an anti-Semite. Yeah, so Ozzy called it out uh, in all caps, so you know he was mad. Look at this. He's right. all mad. Uh, asked I think that's just how he talks. a section of a 1983 live performance of War Pig from the U.S. Festival without vocals and was refused permission because he is an anti-Semite. And has caused untold heartache to many. He went ahead and used the sample anyway at his owl listening party last night. I want no association. I should do it in the Aussie voice. I want no association. With, uh, yeah, you're, no giving, associ- you're giving him too much credit. Now he sounds. Now he sounds like. Uh, he sounds like one of the Beatles. Yeah, I gotta mumble more. All right, yeah, but he wants yeah. no association with the man. And uh, yeah, then Connie responded with a picture. Yeah, I mean that 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 happened. Sure, right. WrestleMania. Fight at WrestleMania. Bring, the, bring, bring these two to WrestleMania. <laughs> Ozzy's like him. on his way out, bro. Like, what do you? Th- no, yeah, he definitely is. Like, he he's, definitely is. I, he, 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 he. I know he's immortal, but like, I think his time is coming soon. And I, I, I hate yeah. saying that, but I, I, he's dodged death how many times now? Oh my God! Since he was sixteen, at least I read his biography, dude. Yeah. By the way, if you guys if you guys haven't read his biography, he's got I don't know how many he has out, but there's one that he um, specifically wrote. I want to say back in two thousand and five, two thousand six. Um. So obviously he's released new music since then, and you know Black Sabbath got back together since then. But dude, it's a really interesting read. Like just reading about his influences and reading about where you know what his childhood was like, how he got addicted to drugs in the first place, and, you know, the crazy, crazy drug stories. Obviously, it covers the, uh, um, the uh, uh, oh, my God, what the hell is his name? Randy Rhodes' uh, accident and everything with the, with the plane and um, being on tour and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, what I thought was really interesting was, and this, this might blow your mind, Joe. I don't know if you know this, but Ozzy was, like, severely, like, influenced by the Beatles. Like, he was a massive Beatles fan growing up. I don't know if I'm surprised by that because I feel like there wasn't, now, there wasn't really a high standard of good music back then, and the Beatles were just, like, something else. I don't like so, – and, and uh, just for context, Brady, you know I, I personally – I respect the Beatles. I do not give a fuck about the Beatles, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, people are gonna probably say some shit. I don't know. I, the Beatles are boring to me. They're very boring, right. and maybe I'm just like too young to even really care about it. But right. yeah, all their songs are just like, like no. But there's better older bands than the Beatles. <laughs> like there's so, like, yeah. Like during that time, I don't know. The Beatles they were doing their thing, but there wasn't a whole lot to really you know grasp onto when it comes to like the rock aspect of anything right i think to me it's just I, when i first read it it blew my mind because i i look at ozzy obviously as everybody else does prince of darkness drug addict you know ex-drug addict sorry he's he's clean bit he's clean the head off like, a bat bit the head off a bat just insane just you know making pure like awesome metal just you know is ozzy man he's ozzy but like Oh, I was very influenced by the Beatles when I was a kid. What? The Beatles? Of all bands, I'm just like, wow. So I, if you're if you're Paul McCartney, if you're, you know, Ringo Starr, John Lennon, rest in peace, like, you should peel some... I'm sure they do, but, like, that's pretty cool. You influenced one of the biggest rock stars in the world. Now... It's so cliche. Everybody, everybody. Oh yeah, the Beatles influenced me. The Beatles influenced me. But I don't know. For some reason, Ozzy being influenced by the Beatles hits a little different than everyone. What else, else was there though? Like, what what else could he have been influenced? If he wasn't influenced by the Beatles, what else was there? Um, Rolling Stones, probably, maybe. Oh man, like it's just Rolling Stones, Yardbirds. Yardbirds was like a. Uh, they were like a jazz rock bands that existed for a little bit um i'm trying to think of somebody else i don't i don't you're right i don't even know if there was a lot so like I music think, just I didn't have like any rock so it's just like <laughs> all right there's the beatles i think ozzy's dad was a huge um was like a huge music guy so he was really into like jazz and he was really into um like blues jazz blues um what else was there <laughs> you know so I don't know why uh, you're surprised. It's just like I don't know. It just it was, I was surprised by it. It threw me off a little bit. 
I'm not surprised. I, don't know. I think there's it's just like oh, okay, Beatles are here. Who else? Like you, Beatles. All right, they're popular because guess what? There's no competition. <laughs> there's no. There's nobody. So they just you're got big. They're like, you're wow, gonna, what is you're this? Upset a lot of people. I'm gonna upset a lot of people, but I mean, hey, like what? I mean, what else were they I, going up against? I, I, yeah, I don't the, know. The, I genuinely, I'm, I'm asking. I, I have no right. idea. <laughs> right. I think, but I don't know. For some reason, it really threw me off. But um, the really, the other really interesting part is how he met Tony Iommi and just you know what his first thoughts of Tony Iommi were, and they're so, they're so honest and they're so like raw it's pretty cool he was just he was so blown away by uh by tony iomi when he first saw him because tony iomi has no fingers essentially he's got no right. fingertips <laughs> so he was just he was just his brain was melted by the fact that he just could play guitar like it was just one of those things and um i saw a video the other day of iomi playing with uh brian may from queen and and it was from like 2017 and i was like dude this guy does not get talked about as an as a unbelievable guitar player. He is nasty. He shreds, dude. He absolutely shreds. Yeah. Tony Iommi, man, one of the best, one of the greats, one of the greats. Anyways, Ozzy and Kanye are feuding. I just, I don't know. Let's see what happens to this. It's probably gonna get squashed, or maybe Kanye takes it to like another level and just starts. It keeps going. It might be. That'd be funny to watch. Are we gonna get a Ozzy Osbourne diss track? No, here's the plot twist. They collaborate. They collaborate. They collaborate. They get so everybody talking about well, I don't know if everyone's talking about it. It's just kind of like a random little corner of the internet thing, it sounds like, but right. It's like, hey, you know what? We'll come to an agreement. You do a little rap section on uh the next Ozzy song, and you know, Ozzy will come in and do some vocals on the next Kanye song. You know, a little Could you imagine? Well, I, I wouldn't put it out of Ozzy's uh, <laughs> realm of possibilities considering him and Post Malone did a song. Then Travis Scott did a song with Ozzy. So he's he's in and out of the hip-hop world. I think he's still got a pretty good grasp on the music industry, which is pretty cool. Because like you said, Joe, like he's on his way out, man. They're, they're squeezing every last bit of... Uh, appearances musical talent <laughs> literally every last bit of ozzy osbourne is being squeezed out of him before he is initially kicks a bucket you ever watch his um you ever watch his paranormal show no never seen it oh it's pretty good it's just it's so his son jack so jack osbourne is a huge um he's a huge like paranormal investigator now supposedly and uh, he essentially goes on these ghost hunts to the most haunted places in America and, and the UK, pretty much all over the world. And the entire show is he literally films it. He brings it back to Ozzy. Him and Ozzy sit in their like, film room, and Ozzy just reacts to all the paranormal shit that happens. And it's hysterical. Like sometimes he's just like, it's bull that's bullshit. Sometimes he actually legitimately gets scared, and it's, just, it's really funny. It's really funny. I think it's on YouTube. If not, it's on the Travel Channel or something. I don't know. Wherever you find your paranormal videos. Check it out, though. Joe, I think you'd like it. If you're, I, you, you're into horror movies, so you should be into... I've seen a lot of I've seen that. a lot of ghost shows though, and they're all kind of the same. When they, uh, when you have like maybe like you have like ten of them, they all kind of have the same premise. Like we're going to this place that no one's been to. Got all the camera crew set up, and they go in the house, and they hear a noise or something happened. It's just like it's been done, you know. It's been done for de uh, decades at this point. Yeah, I feel like this is a little different, just because it's not like a show, like where they're going. They don't show them going on site. It's literally just Jack Osborne brings the tape back, and they just sit there and they react to it, and they just get and like. They just get Ozzy's raw reaction. I don't know. It sells. It's on TV, so apparently it's pretty good. I forget what it's called. It's like the Osborne Paranormal Show or something. I don't know. Check it out. I, I think you'd like it. Watch episode one. Let me know what you think. <laughs> so, 
Guys, a couple things before we end today's episode. First and foremost, if you guys haven't checked out the Darko US reaction, it is on our channel from last night. It is an absolute Bro, I've been, slaughter. I got I to gotta tell you, I've been listening to that nonstop since we checked it out last night. Uh, it's, it's, it's top contender of this year for me so far for songs. I think uh, it's just, it's, it's a real innovation of just metal. You know, it's just right. like putting just fucking, all right, you know, putting something in there and making it work and uh, like that chill section. Right. I, how, I don't know how many times I was singing that this morning. It's good. It's bizarre. It's, but it's very good. bizarre. It's, um, but that's what they do. And right. Exactly. They, they know what they're doing clearly. And right. yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, check out our reaction video. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't checked that out, please head over to the channel, give it a like, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the channel, um, and check out all the other videos that we've been posted. The other thing I wanted to mention is we do have brand new merch on the channel, so if you guys haven't checked out the merch store, dreamzeromusicshop.com, and go get your Stonewall Jackson merch. <laughs> that, you know, that's really you know. funny. Yeah, it's like, well, well, hey, I mean, what was Stonewall Jackson doing back in the day? He was fucking with Dream listen, Zero. He was listening to us. Yeah, we we were also time travelers, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we were back yeah, we in put the eighteen hundreds. We, we put the patch on his on his uniform, so it's there. Um, so go check that out right now. Endorsed. Uh, if you type promo code Year Zero, gets you free shipping um, for the next month. So go get your stuff. Go get your merch. And the last thing I want to mention is I am going on vacation, so this is my last show until uh the week after next tuesday so y'all get joe for like a week <clears throat> anything drops i'll be uh i'll be checking it out on my yeah, lonesome absolutely and i so i'll be on vacation but i will be checking in probably uh from aruba which is where i'm headed which will be fun so you guys get joe for a week obviously pay attention to um the channel for updates make sure you're subscribed make sure you hit the bell guys we're still working through the kinks with this podcast so we appreciate if you're listening we appreciate all the love and support as always yeah, and uh give videos. us feedback too like if there's anything you guys want us to like talk about or check yeah, out uh absolutely. post down in the comments like we want to be engaged with y'all and i've said this in the uh the last well the first well, technically the first one we did that eventually we might make this a live thing where you guys can just chat with us during it. And uh, that's something that we're going to be obviously planning out and talking right. about. Just for now, we're doing it this way. Um, if you guys are interested also, I mean, hey, we'd love to uh, hear what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Leave us some comments. Leave us some suggestions. Leave us some questions. If you guys have questions for us that you want us to answer on any episode that we air, let us know in the comments uh, if you guys would like for us to do a poll before we record. We can do that as well. We want to make sure this is as interactive with you guys as possible. And we're talking about the stuff that you guys want to listen to. So be sure to give us the feedback. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Guys, we love you. Thank you all so much for all the love and support. And we will see you in the next video. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Later.